Coffin, a transformational counselor, mentor, chaplain, author, entrepreneur. Stay with me today as we redefine another diamond moment in your life. Diamonds are produced through time, heat, and pressure. The cut, size, and clarity of the diamond determine its use. The use of the stone adds to its value. Life's diamonds are produced in the same manner, and their value is determined the same way. Becoming all that you can be is a process, and that process has stages. Now, if you're a diamond, it's time to redefine the previous steps in your process. Before we head into today's diamond moment, I want to invite you to join me on wisdom. You can ask questions. We can interact in real time. So please join me on wisdom. Today, I want to talk to you about wash, rinse, and repeat, or wait until you get additional instructions. Last time we were together, I talked with you about this reoccurring uh, event that would happen every morning. And I talked to you about what was at that point unusual for me. And that was waking up extra early and feeling a compulsion to look at these stories of the way babies were born. I told you that I didn't understand what was going on at that time. But as I continued to be obedient to what I was hearing, I found out what that was about. It was about noticing small, seemingly insignificant differences that created a completely different outcome. In our previous moments together, I talked to you about the need to clear your heart, to not hold resentment, to have a foundation from which you come from, a spiritual foundation. And that is extremely important as we go into what we're talking about today. Because in order to listen, you have to know whether you're listening to a healthy voice. I'm using that uh, uh, in a limited fashion, but having a healthy unction or unhealthy if you're hearing something that's telling you or feeling that you're compelled to go uh, get a weapon and harm somebody, that is not at all what I'm referring to. What I'm referring to is being able to be led by that which is greater. Spirit, the creator, source, God. But you have to listen, not with your head, because again, we, I define us, and this is my definition, as being spirit beings who live in a body and have a soul which is comprised of the mind, will, and emotions. That mind, will, and emotions is what carries our memories. The mind, will, and emotions is where unforgiveness would be stored. The mind, will, and emotions are where fear lives. It doesn't live in a pure spiritual being nor does it live in an earthly clay body. It lives in the mind, will, and emotions. And so we have to be careful that we're not equating something 
that is negative to guide us. So again, we're not looking at head knowledge. We're using our heart or at a gut level to hear a small voice, a small unction, because it may not be words like those that you're hearing me speak today. It could be something completely different, a, a desire to go in a particular way or to not go another way. And those are how we learn to be led. A series of being led and being and finding out that what you thought you would experience is what happened or being led and having a positive outcome begins to develop a method that you can be led by that you will hear so we develop a pattern that's why I'm saying wash rinse repeat do what you heard last time follow it through and then do it again and do it again and do it again and each time that you have that feeling or until your instructions change you might receive unusual instructions I'll give you an example at one point while I was living in another state I worked in a city that was about 50 miles away from where I lived and so every morning I had a 50 mile one-way commute uh, to get to work and a 50 mile commute to get back home one morning I got on the freeway not too far away from home maybe four exits away from where I lived and I had this compulsion to get off of the freeway and it's like I am I anxious for some reason what's going on the freeway was completely clear there was a truck on the side of me there was a um, small little car uh, in front of me and basically the freeway was just completely clear but somewhere in my gut I kept getting the feeling you need to get off the freeway you need to get off the freeway get off the freeway so I just gave in I said okay I'll get off the freeway I got off at the next on-ramp off-ramp excuse me and there was a traffic signal so I got off, I was stopped by the red light, the light turns green, and I feel, get back on the freeway. I was like, okay, so I went, got off the freeway, waited at a traffic signal, crossed through the intersection, and got right back on the freeway. When I got on the freeway, got a little way down the road, the truck that was on the side of me was laying on top of the car that was in front of me. I would have been in that very accident. Sometimes you get unusual instructions and if you don't obey, there are consequences to not obeying. Our gut is like a built-in GPS and if we will listen, we'll be able to overcome situations in our lives. I'm going to give you another example. At the time, I had um, high pile carpet in my home. I was sitting on the side of my bed, and I, at that time, I wore contact lenses, and I was taking the contact lens out. These were 
um, semi-hard contact lenses. Some of you may know what that is. And um, in taking out, removing the contact lens, it popped off of my hand and landed in the carpet. Well, if you wear glasses, you know that if you need glasses, <laughs> you need glasses. So I'm looking, trying to find this contact lens in this carpet, couldn't find it anywhere. But in my heart, I kept feeling like I'm going to find the contact lens. I'm going to find this contact lens. So that evening, I couldn't find it. I gave up. I went to bed. I said, well, I guess I'll just have to order another one, which I did. And um, I just gave up on it. But deep inside, I never stopped feeling as though you're going to find the contact lens. You need to be more patient. You need to look again. In the interim, you know, I did what we all do. Did house cleaning, vacuumed the carpet beside the bed, vacuumed everything, walking back and forth, um, you know, to the bed every night and, and up again throughout the, the you know, the, the day. And I never did think about it again. About a month later, I sat down on the side of the bed and looked down and there was the contact lens. It wasn't damaged, it wasn't stepped on, it didn't get vacuumed, sucked up into the vacuum. It was right there all the time. So that gut level leading, you're going to find it. You're being impatient. You're moving too fast. Take your time was actually the truth. And I began then to listen to those gut instincts that are trying to, to guide us. Many times there's been things that were lost in, in my home. I, I put it right here. I know that I have it. Now I can't find it. And I say, let me wait and allow the spirit to show me where I put it. And every time that has, that I've done that, it has worked out. I found it. There are other times when you need correction in preparing to go to a trip to Africa. One of my family members had um, made a, a dish and it was bad. I, I just, you know, I can't even fix it up. It was really, really bad. And I didn't want to eat it, but there was nothing else around that I could eat. I was starving. It was late at night. And I heard this, I got this unction that said, you need to eat this because you don't know what you'll have to eat. And I grudgingly got a bowl, uh, put a couple of servings in and ate it and went to sleep. The next morning, I got a call from uh, one of my friends who's also in ministry and invited me on a trip, an international trip to Africa. When we got to Africa, there were many things that I ate that I was not accustomed to. Had I not experienced that, eat this because you don't know what you'll have to eat, I would not have been prepared for some of the dishes that were served. And they were fine. I'm not in any way uh, downgrading another culture or anything like that. But sometimes you need to be corrected in the way that you're thinking because there's a reason that you're being asked 
to do something. Again, we have to be aware of healthy and unhealthy compulsions. We need to be guided by the things that are good, honest, of a good report, virtuous, praiseworthy, and not things that would cause us to pay a penalty for the rest of our lives. The news in the United States has had some situations that were pretty bad and pretty dire. And we don't want to be those people. We want to be the ones that move forward and have a broader and a better life, not a lesser life. When I told you the experience about this this compulsion to watch this television show with these babies and not really understanding why, what I can say is I wasn't afraid. I wasn't afraid that looking at this show was going to lead me to do something terrible. Looking at the show allowed me to learn and to grow and to be open and to hear. And once I began to see the reason for listening to that show. When people began to call, I understood something else about being led. So what I want you to do is to get into a habit, wash, rinse, repeat, of listening to that inner voice and wait until you get another for listening and join me next time as we redefine the previous steps of your process. Never forget, becoming is a process. A process has stages. One small change changes everything. So invest in yourself. Please visit my website at www.dranitamc.com. That's dr. A-N-I-T-A-M-C dot com for links and additional information. And please rate the podcast if you're enjoying it.